Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, Renee girl. Hey, girl, hey. How was your weekend? My weekend. Okay, let's see. Friday, you know, we hung out together. We did. We went out for Mexican food, which we both love. Yes. Um, it wasn't Taco Tuesday, but it was filling it Friday. I don't know. <laughs> Fiesta Friday. Fiesta Friday. Yes. I like, I like. We coined a new term. Y'all give us credit when y'all put that hashtag. Yes. Hashtag Fiesta Friday. Mm-hmm. Margaritas. So, yes, on deck. And they were good. Yes. So that was Friday. Then Saturday, so I don't know if a lot of you know, but Toya knows that, um, and most of my friends know that I have a freelance job that I do for a skincare company, and occasionally I'll go to work on a Saturday for a couple of hours, and I will freelance in this big box store, which I'm not going to name because I have a PSA to talk about right now. Uh-oh. Right. So... I work in their, um, not necessarily cosmetics department, it's like their body department. And this store is known for being holistic, natural, organic. So I'm just giving you a couple hints without naming the store. And so I was there and I was cleaning off their, well I probably shouldn't be doing this because I'm working for a skincare company, but to pass time and so people could ask me for help sometimes without me having to approach them. I'll help them and clean out their makeup testers. So as I'm cleaning out their makeup testers, oh my, oh me, oh my, I was, couldn't believe what I saw. Look, it's hair on a chapstick. And Right. And so my PSA is this. Clean those things with alcohol. Right. And that's what I was doing for them. But what I'm saying is as a consumer, you don't always go to look. Some people go, I have seen this. Where some people are in the store and they are putting on the chapstick, the lipstick, the mascara. You don't know who has had that on before you. Who has sneezed on it. Who didn't wash their hands. And you are putting on this nasty stuff and we wonder why we get sick all the time. Or why you got uh, the cooties. Or why you got uh, herpes. Are doing that? I don't don't put it on like that. I take a swab, like usually in like Sephora and stuff, they have the little things and then you dip it in or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I wouldn't, yeah. Oh no, the women in there, they come and I've seen them take the makeup brushes and brush on. So she was taking this lady, the makeup brushes are dirty. Mm. So my PSA to y'all is to please please stop doing that. Don't use the stuff. Make sure it's cleaned and that it looks good and that you have some alcohol with you. 91% because 70% doesn't do anything. It doesn't disinfect it. Shouldn't the store be supplying that too? They should have it Yes, they do. Sephora has it. They do. Okay. They have it there. Um, So I just was grossed out by that, so I had to share. And, of course, today is Sunday, so... Today, Toya and I went to go see I, Tanya, and it was good. Y'all, it was so good. And I must say, now don't get me in trouble, but I actually had a lot of um, empathy for her. Me too. Uh, I remember when the situation happened and, you know, she was banned for life from the Olympics, but, you know, hearing her story and 
her childhood and her upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, really like made me feel a lot of empathy for her. Skating was really all she had, and that was taken away from her. Literally all she had. And she just got involved with the wrong people around her. Um, but, you know, that just goes to show that, you know, a lot of times how we grow up in that environment that we're in can really have a long-lasting a, a, a long lasting impact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end, it says that, like, she's happily married now, she's a good mother, and she is in, like, the landscaping business. And so it may not be of the dream that she thought, but I am glad that she seems to be happy and well with her life. But it was definitely a good movie. Um, I always try to, before the Oscars come up, watch a lot of the Oscar-nominated movies. And mm-hmm. so... I, Tanya, was definitely on the list. I've already seen Get Out five or six times, but <laughs> shout out Black Excellence to Jordan Peele and the movie Get Out. He is the only third person and first African American to be nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Screenplay. All for Get Out. And so, who are you rooting great. for? Everybody Black? Okay. AKA, it's Ethan the truth. Ray. <laughs> it's the truth. Hashtag it's the truth. Uh, but I, I do. I am always team everybody black. But the one of the reasons that I do like to go see those movies is because when they do win, if I like to feel like okay about you know what that was a good win. That yeah. Good yeah. Movie. Yes. Yes. You know. So that's why. Like with La La Land last year, I saw that and it did not deserve it. So that's why I was in my feelings <laughs> when his figures got passed over for a couple. Oh, of I was years. salty about that one. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, I, Tanya, if he gets some awards, I won't, uh, be Hi, upset. Brunch with Beauties. Thanks for joining. So y'all, we are on Instagram Live. I'm sure y'all are like, what is going on? Right. So, <laughs> we're Sorry. We're on Instagram Live. So if you aren't already following us on Instagram, start following us on Instagram because we will start going live from the studio. Hey, Desher! Shop Love, Paradox, shout out. She hey, has hey. a jewelry line. Um, so thank y'all for joining. So yeah, on Instagram we're at Beauty's Banter. Mm-hmm. And um before we start getting into the topic too, I wanted to read some reviews that we are starting to get. Hey girl, um rolling into iTunes. So thank you all so much for subscribing and downloading. So T Rob 80 says, I find myself talking back to these ladies. I feel like it's a talk with my girlfriends that keeps me in the know. Great job and a great listen to keep me focused. Thank you, T-Rob 80. Thank you, thank you, girl. Get your tea because you're going to like the topic for this week. (laughs) And then one more review. We have Dr. Renee, not to be mistaken for this Renee next to me. (laughs) Right. Um, There is a Dr. Renee who says, I love this podcast. I have subscribed and I look forward to future episodes. Banter, banter, banter. Um, Thanks, Dr. Renee. Yes. So... Let's get into it. Um, Before we jump off IG, just to give you all a little sneak peek of the upcoming episode, what are we talking about today, Renee? We are talking about, as I log back in because my screen went dead, that's what happens when you do things live. We're multitasking today, y'all. Is closure necessary? Hmm. Is closure necessary? I think that it is not. I think it isn't either. While it would be nice and it would be ideal, Mm -hmm. there are times where even if you wanted to get the closure, you couldn't because of circumstances associated with it. So, People get in their feelings about closure. 
And I get it because I used to be one of those people. I used to be like, but it's not over because I just haven't had closure. I just need to understand why he called it off or why I, you know, why it's ending or why it's not working or whatever the case may be or why I didn't get this job. I need closure. Girl, bye. Get over (laughs) you and your closure because it's not going to always be a time where you can get that. Yeah. What you need to seek is you need to seek forgiveness. And I'm going to talk about that at the end. Mm-hmm. So you got to tune into the podcast to listen to the rest. Yes. So we're going to get into this banter about closure. And we're going to say bye to Instagram. Bye, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. So is closure necessary? Nope. Nope. I don't think so. I agree. I, um, I think the thing with closure, too, is... Like I said, while it would be nice to have closure, it's not always available to you. So you have to learn how to move on without closure. And I think you also have to ask yourself, why do you need the closure and what purpose would that closure serve? Absolutely. I used to be one of those people that thought that closure was necessary, that I just couldn't move on. Like, I had to hang on to every last thing of, I can't go on, I can't live my life, like... Oh my God, what am I going to do? Seeking closure is a time waster, period, dot, the end. And you're searching and you're asking for something that somebody is not willing to give or offer you. Because a lot of times people don't want to give closure. Why? Because they have moved on. Mm -hmm. So it's you that's holding on to that, whatever it is that you need to move on. When actuality, you need to just really seek forgiveness and not forgiveness from them, but You need to forgive them and move on, and you need to forgive yourself for whatever it is if you have something to forgive yourself about and move on. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But the one thing I want to say to this is this morning I was uh, streaming church. Don't judge me because that's what I do sometimes. Well, I was bedside Baptist as well, if it makes you feel better. (laughs) Thank you. So we thank God for the online ministry. Amen. (laughs) So, Pastor Hannah of New Life Covenant Church, shout out to my church. He said, you can't catch the one you're supposed to have until you release the one you got. Come on with it, Pastor Hannah. I had to stop doing what I was doing, find my computer so I could type that in. I was like, that's so true. That's all about closure. Like, you sitting here holding on to something that you want to keep because you need to end it. Like, what's the ending? It's a story to this. I need my ending so that I can move on. But you can't get what's next for you because you're steadily holding on to that. But see, this is the thing, too. I feel like people are like, oh, closure. It's in. Sometimes something has already ended. Yes. That is the closure. When it ends, when you break up, when they stop calling you, it is over. And so it becomes, in a sense, silly to still be even thinking about something that's done and over with. Y'all done broke up, blocked each other, moved on, and you done packed up, filed for divorce or whatever. What, again, that's why I go back to what purpose would it serve? People say they want it and I just can't let go, but what purpose is it serving for you to still be caught up in something that has ended? You are extending the ending of it and making it like it's still there when it's not even there. And so that's why I believe while you would like closure, sometimes you have to, to your point, get that closure for yourself. Depending on what the situation is, I don't, I 
firmly believe forgiveness is important, but a lot of times it isn't about forgiveness. There are a lot of relationships that have ended. I didn't need to forgive them or forgive myself. I just needed to accept what yeah. what was. That's a good you one. You know, Acceptance. I, one of my when one of my last relationships ended, it was it was very abrupt. It was kind of one of those things where it was a buildup because like we were having issues. But then when things finally ended, it was a big blow up and it was very abrupt. And he broke up with me. And I mean, it was very hard for me to like accept that because I'm like, how you break up with this? Okay. <laughs> you know, and I remember like initially not even being able to like tell people. Like some of my friends would be like, how are things with you and instant name that shall not be named? But <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, fine. And it was like a couple of weeks. So I was like, listen, we broke up. And actually he broke up with me. You know, and so it was like, I wasn't necessarily mad at him or I don't think he was mad at me. I didn't need to forgive him. I needed to accept what happened. And I needed to accept that our relationship had already had some issues and that this person really was not a good fit for me. I was trying to make things work and him breaking up with me was actually one of the best things that he could have done because I wasn't going to end it myself when I knew it needed to end. And But I just needed to accept that. And so I remember that happened and we have not spoken since. And it has been year, uh, over a year. Um, and so I don't, did I get closure? No, but I accepted the breakup. I moved on and I moved past it, you know, and I don't, I don't want closure there, you know? Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, even though, yes, it was abrupt and I would like to, you know, I don't even really want to know like why, because, you know, one of the other things is that definitely I feel like as you mature, especially when you come up a certain age or you've had a lot of experience with relationships, you learn to, like, have those conversations. And so when he did break up with me, he expressed, you know, what he was feeling and et cetera. So I had some answers. I just needed to accept it and not try to want things back or anything like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think, you know, acceptance and forgiveness, it could be an either or. And those are two important things. And I remember when I always talk about my marriage, I was married before. And when I was married, my then husband came home and was like, I need to talk to you. So I was like, okay. And so he's like, I filed for divorce. I was like, you what? He was like, I filed for divorce. I was like, you went and saw a lawyer? He was like, no, I filed for divorce. I was like, so you went and saw a lawyer? He's like, no. I was like, boy, quit playing. I thought that he was playing, joking, make a long story short. He was dead serious. He was he was done. It was over for him. And I wanted it to work because I was yeah. like, I went in front of God. I made these um, promises and I made this commitment. And so we have to make this marriage work by any means necessary. So I did everything that I could to keep this marriage together, which um, it didn't last. But he was already checked out. He was done. The closure was when he walked out the door and left me with the house and the car and all the rest of the bills. Mm. That should have been closure for me. But I still left holding on to maybe it can work. But at some point, I remember one night I was I had the TV on and it was low. And I was, I think, cleaning out the office or something. And it was Pastor Joel Olstein that was on. 
and it captured my attention. It was something that he said that just got me all together. No. Snatched my wig off. I wasn't even wearing a wig, but snatched my wig. Edges gone. Girl, just totally blown. Edges are gone. Just gone. <laughs> and got me all together and just made me say, this is done. Mm. And I got to tell you, I could bet you $10 million of money that I don't have, so <laughs> you wouldn't get it even if it was true. But um, that he is not, he has moved on. He wasn't thinking about me at that time. When he left, when he decided to walk out that door and leave me with everything, that's what he decided to do. That was the end for him. I was like asking him, I'm calling him and begging him. And he was like, no, I don't owe you anything. How do you not owe me anything? We were married. I was your wife. I still am your wife. Like I didn't get it. But had I just left it alone then and just forgave him for what he did and accepted it, I could have moved on earlier. But it was a process for me. And sometimes having closure or having acceptance and having forgiveness and forgiving someone is a process. Yeah. So we have to be, you know, work with that. And it takes time. You know, that's the thing. I think people don't realize that healing takes time. And we can end a relationship and even a friendship. I have had friendships Mm -hmm. that have ended and some were brought back to restoration. You know, I remember my best friend, like we had a period where we were not speaking for almost a year and it was like we had this big blow up fight and I remember storming out of her house and she called like the next couple of days and was like, well, when are you going to get over yourself? And I was like, this is the very problem is that you think it's always me and it's really you. And I was like, done, like not speaking to her, you know. And I remember she reached out eventually and was kind of like, we need to, you know, put all this behind us, etc. Because I, I'm having a baby and I want you in my child's life. And, you know, that's my goddaughter now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so we've had resolutions. I also had another friend who we don't have any resolution and it's been over nine years now and we have not spoken and I have been around her because we have mutual friends. Um, and I still do not know why she ended our friendship. I remember we got into it about something. We had a conversation about it. I apologized. She said, okay. And then it was like, she blocked me on social media. I went to like call her. She wasn't answering. And then she did reach out one time and then I was headed out of town. And then she was like, I was like, well, I can call you when I get back around town. She was like, never mind, just forget about it. And I, I still don't know why now. Mm-hmm. I have my reasons of why I think, because I think it was bigger than the argument that we had. But, you know, I had to let that go. You know, but that also, it takes time to heal those wounds because that hurt me. She had been a friend. I've been knowing her since like middle school. You know, we're an adults in our late 20s when this happened. And I I still don't know why. I had but I had to stop asking and I had to in a sense stop caring and just move on. And I recently did see her and it was like she wasn't even there. I remember, like, seeing her and, like, I spoke. But then it was like I moved around at the event that we were at almost like she was a stranger. And I was fine with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes time. And I think 
so many times when a breakup or end of a friendship or something happens, we want to immediately get that closure. We want to immediately know why and have all the answers. And there are so many things in this life we don't have answers to at all. But you're not supposed to have answers to every single thing, too, as right. well. And the more time you spend on that, the more time you waste. And people, I've got to say one thing. If you don't learn nothing else or understand anything else from what we talk about today, understand this. Time is something you can never, ever get back. That's right. So if you are going to continue to waste time on something or someone that is not serving you and that is holding you hostage, mm. you are doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. So... You've wasted time on things that other things that you could be doing, other people that you could be around, other hobbies that you could be doing. There's other things that you can do with that time instead of saying, oh, I need this closure. Mm -hmm. Clap your hands, dust your hands off, dust your shoulders off, whatever you got to do and move on. And a lot of times that need for closure can lead you into unhealthy patterns. Mm. And I'm about to say something that I know everyone listening as they say, under the sound of my voice, <laughs> can relate to. And is that is if you have not gotten closure, you develop unhealthy patterns and unhealthy patterns like stalking their social media. <laughs> that is unhealthy. Please, please do not try to act like y'all ain't guilty because y'all Raise know y'all hand. Are. I've done it before. I am raising a hand and both of my feet right now. So we all do that, but that's an unhealthy pattern because that is because you haven't let go. You are running out to that social media trying to find answers. Who is in that picture? This, this, this. And maybe he's moved on. Maybe he has, like, been there and done that. And it's like when you really have moved on from something and someone, you don't have no need to investigate what they're doing, you know, but it leads to unhealthy patterns. The other thing, to the point of what you said your pastor made, you can't grab onto something new either. So mm -hmm. you haven't let this person go. You're stalking them on social media. You've probably had new people come into your life, new new women who want to be your friends, or new people who want to date you. Whether we're talking about you know romantic and platonic relationships right now, but because you are so caught up in that past relationship you're not viewing them probably through that filter and you're not giving them a chance and you're not giving yourself the opportunity to really develop something new with someone because you are still caught up in that. And so getting that closure for yourself um, is something that you have to do so that you don't start developing unhealthy relationship patterns. Absolutely. And that is just crazy when you do because you don't, you keep going into, they always say that two things intertwine. Um, there's a fine line between love and insanity. Mm. And when you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, which are those unhealthy patterns, that's insanity. Yeah. That's not love. So you have to get back to love. And that's not just love of, um, it's love of you and finding you and being there for you and loving your time, respecting your time. Yes. Um, love your selfie. So, just stop taking selfies and love your damn selfie. What is... Cause love people, your selfie. I always say that. Love your selfie. <laughs> I always say that. You never heard me say that before? No. Well, I, I say it occasionally, <laughs> I guess. But I was reading this article. <laughs> as Toya laughs at me. <laughs> I was reading this article uh, in Psychology Today. 
And the one thing that they were saying is that closure is knowing the reason a romantic relationship that it's over with. You have to understand that there's no longer any type of attachment or pain um, and allowing it to really be over. And so you could get that new healthy relationship. So similar to what Pastor Hannah was saying, that the devastation, it becomes like from a break. And it's caused by the two people in that partnership and the partnership is lost. But it's lack of clarity of where we need, that's where we need the closure mm-hmm. is because we're not clear on why it ended. I yeah. had a job before and I worked with this company for seven years. Loved it. It was a great company. I learned so much from them. And I think it was like in my fourth or fifth, I got promoted very fast with them. Um, and I think it was my fourth year of working with them or something. They were promoting me or fifth year. Um, it was a promotion, but it was, ended up being a lateral position, but I was going for another position of a regional. I was friends with, um, another coworker of mine and we were very close and I was sharing so much information with her and we were both in the same position. They turned the tables on me and they were like, oh, instead of us promoting you, we're going to interview all the people on your level and open it up for interviews. So we all ended up having to interview for it. I gave her all the information that I had about the position because I was also friends with the VP. The VP shared some things with me that she probably should not have shared. So I had the upper hand. I shared them with my friend before I knew we were both going to interview for the same position. So she did some things and some things happened. At least this is my side of the story. She might have a different side and have seen it differently. But um, she did some things where it not being in my best interest. And I didn't do well on my interview because of some other things that came up. And I ended up getting a position, a lateral move, and she got the other position that I really wanted. Everything happens for a reason. I am a firm believer in that. But I held on to that for so long with that job. I think this was like in year... Were you holding on something against her or against the job? Both. All of them, actually. I, I held on against her. I was upset with her for taking advantage of our friendship. Right. I was upset with the job for telling me one thing and leading me to believe that I would get promoted. And then all of a sudden they opened it up. I was upset with the VP, who was my friend for just denying, like, oh, no, that's not what I said. Mm -hmm. No, that's clearly what you said. I remember, and blah, 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 and I had evidence. I had emails and stuff she had sent me. So I was upset about a lot of stuff, and I held on to that for a long time instead of letting go because I felt like I needed answers. Why would you do this to me? Why would you make me feel that way? And I blamed everybody instead of taking responsibility for my actions Mm -hmm of some things that I did as well too and just stepping back and say it happened get over it move on and I ended up doing horrible in the position because I didn't want the position so the position was just where I just did it with the went through the motions of it I love to train yes but I wasn't an effective trainer in that position because I still needed that closure and I still held on to wanting those answers And it ended up being, thank God they laid me off and they did a company restructure. But it was then when I kind of stepped back and started talking to some friends of mine and they were like, Renee, like you got to let go of this stuff and move on. And once I did let go and move on, I ended up like, they gave me a sweet severance package. I was off. I was fun employed for three months 
And fun employee meaning I didn't need to have a job because they gave me such a sweet severance. And I ended up getting a job offer within that first month, but I didn't go and work for them until that January. But had I still held on to all of those things that happened, I would have taken that to my next job. And so anything good that could have happened there would not have happened because of my mindset. So closure to me, now that I think about it, and, and as, I was, as, as I've thought about it over the years, is not always necessary. You have to accept, have acceptance, as Toya said, and you have to also forgive, as I said. I mean, those things work hand in hand, and that's how you let go. Yeah, and so if closure is not available to you and you don't get that closure, you know, I thought about this. I was like, you know, I feel like it's three things when I think about my personal experiences with this. It's that, number one, you need a Feel all the feels, as I like to say. <laughs> so you have to have that time. Like you said, you had that time when you were angry with everyone, where I'm sure you were sad about being passed over. I had that time where I cried over my breakup and, you know, all of that time. Get all of those feelings out, you know. And then number two is talk it out. You find people to confide in to talk it out with. I'm a person who believes in therapy and seeking professional help because it goes beyond talking about it with someone and actually getting tools to help you in processing what has happened to you and getting tools to help you not make those same mistakes again and repeat the patterns. So as you talked about, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same results. And so therapy is a good resource to help you get the tools that you need so that you can properly Get the tools that you need so that you can properly process when something like a breakup, a bad work situation, a bad client situation happens to you. And then three, you have to put it all behind you. And that means totally moving on. So going back to not looking at the social media pages, not going back and forth with this person. And that can mean sometimes keeping somebody out of your life. You know, going back to that relationship that I ended, I remember talking to someone and they were like, do you ever hear from him? And I was like, no, I don't reach out. He doesn't reach out. And I was like, I think that's best, actually, because that's what's supposed to happen. When you end mm -hmm. something, when you end a relationship, you are supposed to end it. We have decided that we are not good together. We have decided to move on. I should not hear from you and you should not hear from me. I don't do back and forth. I don't right. keep exes around. You know, this is why I also block people. And she got the block spirit, y'all. I would dedicate a full podcast <laughs> to my feelings behind why blocking is necessary. But yes, part of that is foreclosure, though. Because when you don't let that go, and when you don't, like I said, put it behind you, you just constantly going back and forth, back and forth. I can't do a whole lot of that exes coming in and out of my life and all that. No. If I'm moving on and I really want to make myself available for someone new, it is unfair to the person that I'm currently dating if I'm back and forth with people that were in my life previously that ended for a reason. So that is something that has happened as I have matured and as I have grown and, how, and as I have utilized tools that have been given to me to help me develop better relationship habits. Um, and so that's my thing, you know, 
feel all the feelings you need, talk it out with someone, seek a therapist if you need to, and just put it all behind you because you aren't going to get that closure maybe from that person. Maybe they'll never say, I'm sorry. Maybe they'll never say, I love you. Maybe they never say, I supported you. I was so proud of you because some people are seeking closure from family members that have hurt mm -hmm. them. I I know people who are seeking that and these people are dead and in a grave and they are still holding on to things. So you can't ever get, I'm sorry, or I loved you, or I'm so proud of you from your father that's now dead. So you have to find a way to get that for yourself so that you can move on. And that's where I feel the, the you know, taking your time to heal and put everything behind you really comes in with that closure. Absolutely. And I think that Huffington Post, they had this um, article as well, and they said it best, is I'm just going to summarize this, is saying basically unlike a movie, a book, or anything of, of the sort, there's never a clear beginning, middle, or end. Because that's, it's life. And life doesn't imitate what the movies or what a book would ending. There's no happily ever after. So for every why your ex might be able to answer, there are probably 10 reasons why they will or they won't or they can't. Mm -hmm. So just move on, accept it, forgive why they can't. Because sometimes we hold on because we feel like, I know that you can. I was in a relationship before where I dated this guy for years and he was like my best friend and he decided to end things with me and I was really sad and really hurt about it and um, I wanted to know why. And he told my best friend why, but he wouldn't share it with me. And he told her, he was like, I'll never tell her and please don't share that with her. So I, I don't know to this day, but it took me a long time to move on past that. Because I felt like I needed to know why. Well, maybe it had nothing to do with me. Maybe it was all about him. And me trying to hold on to that, it kept me from moving on and to being with other guys. So, like Toya said, even if it's with a family member, even if it's with a friendship, let that go because it's keeping you from your next best thing. Right. It's also wasting, like I said, wasting that time. Man, time is something. I can't keep hard. I got to keep harping on that. Time is something you can never, ever get back. Oh, that's the biggest thing that I learned of 2017. So don't waste it on unrealistic things or expectations or trying to seek out something you're never going to get. Move on, let go, and just be okay with that. And I think that's the perfect way to end this episode. So chime in with your thoughts. You can find us on social media at Beauty's Banter on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can also email us if you guys have some topic ideas, if you all have a question, just something you want to banter with us about, email us at beautiesandbanter at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. And again, we thank you for the reviews. We've got those reviews rolling in. So if you are listening and you enjoyed this podcast, head on over and give us a five-star review and leave some feedback for us. Because we would like for you to, and we enjoy you as part of our Beauties and Banter family. Okay, well, you all will hear from us next week. Bye.